whispering. Not now, Cuddles, Carol said. The movie's just getting scary. Shh, Frederick said. Take her out or she'll just cry louder. I'll tell you what happens. Carol hit the pause on the remote, freezing the scene. No way. Wait for me. I'll be right back. Carol got up and walked past the bookcases filled with VHS tapes and DVDs. There was only one shelf without movies, the one reserved for Frederick's medicines and doctor appointment schedules. Taking care of Frederick was a full-time job for Carol, but one she thrived on. Although the accident that crippled Frederick had been cruel, it had also given her a purpose in life. Before the accident, she had been looking forward to a lonely existence with little possibility of marriage. Passing the mirror, Carol stopped to glance at her reflection, noting for the thousandth time that she resembled Frederick a bit too much, that perhaps she really should have been a man. She forced that thought away, locking it in the secret safe in her mind where she hid such thoughts. Carol walked up the custom-built ramp leading out of the room and then opened the hall closet. She pushed past the rollaway bed that Frederick sometimes used when he could not or would not make the move upstairs. She shook her head at the boxes on the floor filled with books on home careers, hobbies, and self-help. Other than movies, Frederick really had no interest at all. Sighing, she pulled her heavy wool coat off the hanger and grabbed the matching hat, gloves, and scarf, preparing for the cold night outside. Carol and Frederick lived on 210th Street in Queens, a quiet residential block with homes similar to theirs on the left and the right. Across the street were woods that extended from their block all the way to Francis Lewis Boulevard, a distance of about two miles. Carol took a deep breath, steeling herself for the walk with Cuddles. It wasn't just the cold that made Carol hesitate at the door. She had always had a fear of those woods, and as a child she had refused to take the long walks through them that Frederick and their father took every Sunday morning. At this time of year at least the trees were bare and the woods weren't very thick. After putting the leash on Cuddles, Carol opened the door and led the dog from her home to the street. Taking small, cautious steps, Carol crossed the street to the woods with Cuddles straining against her leash. Now hurry up and do your business, she said as she unclipped the leash, twisting it nervously in her hands. As Cuddles moved a little deeper into the woods, Carol suddenly felt the hairs on the back of her neck stand up and terror filled her, as if she was being watched. She looked up and down the street, back at the dark homes behind her, and then turned back, peering into the dark woods, but saw no one. She listened carefully, but all she heard was the sound of cuddles rooting around in the dead leaves covering the ground and the wind, sighing through the branches, making them sway. No one cuddles, she said softly. Just you and me. Done, baby? Good, let's go. Again she looked up and down the street, unable to shake the thought that she was being watched by someone, somewhere close by. Seeing no one and no cars, she gave Cuddles the okay to run across the empty street. Cuddles scampered across, her little toenails clicking on the pavement, and then she suddenly stopped. Cuddles slowly turned around and around, looking in all directions as she bared her small, sharp teeth. A low growl came out of her throat as Carol nervously walked up to her. There's nothing there, baby, she said more to herself than the dog. Go on now. A sudden loud crack from behind her in the woods made her jump and her heart start pounding. 
The leash fell from her hand. She quickly turned around and saw the source of the noise. A dead branch fell from a tree, making a cracking noise as they hit the ground. Oh, my God, she cried out. That movie is making me into a nervous Nellie. She laughed a small, nervous giggle, then turned back toward her home and saw Cuddles sitting by the door. From the corner of her eye, Carol saw a dark shadow, fear freezing her where she stood as she was suddenly knocked to the cold ground. The back of her head smacked hard against the pavement, stunning her. Something tightened around her throat, the pressure unbearable. She tried to scream, but it was only a whimper. Her arms and legs banged violently against the pavement. Her pants ripped on the rough asphalt and the skin on her knees was torn open as she tried to free herself, blood seeping from her legs. Struggling to see what had her by the throat and pinned to the ground, Carol could only make out a pair of dark eyes and the fetid smell of hot breath on her face. The pressure increased and a great pain and warmth spread from her neck.